0: Hi. Pretty <laughs> and I, whenever it starts recording, we're just sitting here both smiling, waiting for who's gonna say something first. Right,
1: who's gonna who's gonna <laughs> who's gonna speak it into existence first.
0: Yep. Um you already know what time it is. Another episode. Can you believe it?
1: We are here. Loud and proud, babe. Mm-hmm. Listen, guess what happened to me today?
0: Oh please, I can't wait to hear.
1: Dude, before we get into the before we get into the nitty gritty, let's have a little catch up. Yeah. So I uh, with my job I travel a lot. Um, it's fine. Comes with the territory, literally and figuratively. But today I was in Norfolk. (laughs) I was in Norfolk and I was leaving Norfolk. And when, because there's two, there's apparently there's two different tunnels. Okay. There's one out of Virginia beach and then there's one out of Norfolk. So I was leaving out of that one. And no matter what time of day it is, it's all traffic is always bad. Always. Always like tunnel traffic is like, if, if you know, you know, tunnel traffic is literally the bane of my existence anyway. So it's, there's traffic. There's somebody behind me who is obviously has somewhere to be not like we all don't have anywhere to be, but they obviously had somewhere more important to be. Right. So this person (laughs) is this, this woman is tailgating me To the point where I can literally see the pores on her face. Like, that's how close she was to my, that, like, that is how close she was to the back of, like, the bumper of my car. And I was like, and I just kept looking back and I was like, is this woman serious right now? So I was like, like, you know what, like, I'm not, I'm just not going to pay any mind. I'm just going to continue to do what I do. Like, if she wants to go around me, cool, fine. She has nowhere to go, right? We're all sardined in here together. So next thing you know, the car in front of me decides to break. So then, mm. what do you? So what do you do if a car in front of you breaks?
0: You break. No. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You pass. You you pass your driver's test. So you know the person in front of me decides to break. So then, what do I do? Naturally, I also break. She did not like that. She did not like the fact that I that I that I broke. How did you that, know? I broked, that I broke that I broke, and I and and so next thing you know, she is throwing her arms up. Cursing Again, she's so close to my car, I can read her lips. She's like, what the F this? Like, MF her, like, going crazy. And then she starts laying on the horn. Like, it's my fault that I braked, that I put on the brakes, right? So I'm sitting there, and I'm looking in my rearview mirror. Like, "Who who is she honking at? I'm like, she can't be honking at me, right? So the next thing you know... There was a break in traffic next to me. So then she skirts around me, pulls up next to me, rolls her window down. No. And she's screaming at me. And I'm and I'm sitting there and I'm like, it's not like I'm the person in the left lane that's holding up the traffic. There is a whole line of traffic in front of me. We were sardine next to each other. There was nowhere to go. Unless right. you were unless you drove on like the emergency median or whatever, like that little tiny lane on the side where people pull over. Like, unless you drove on that, there's no way to get around me. So then I threw my arms up and I screamed back and I said, (laughs) and I said, it wasn't me. And I was pointing to the person in front of me and I was like, it wasn't me. Like, duh. Did you know that this woman rolled her window down and spit Uh -uh. at me? I'm so serious. (laughs) I wish I was kidding. This woman spit ew she did the whole like poo, like you see in a movie like you Who know when like, that uh, and then she like flipped, she put both like middle fingers she gave me double birds and spit on my car
0: the sheer anger in that woman she and needs to I, go to a class
1: i was terrified i was literally i was shaking in my boots i was like
0: I was looking out the window.
1: I was looking around, and I was like, "Am I being punked?" I was like, "Am I imagining the car in front of me right now?" I was like, am i am I imagining things? Am I imagining the fifty cars that are ahead of me right now
0: where we both have nowhere to go? Uh, yeah, not uh, that oh my, I would be sweating. I would be pro oh, sweating.
1: oh, I was but whole pucker just slightly. not gonna I, lie.
0: Now, now, can we get like a description of this woman? Was she like in her forties? Young? She was, like, what?
1: she was young, maybe in her like late twenties, early thirties.
0: And just angry. like wife beater. Oh yeah, right. Oh, I'm scared of her. Me too. Terrified.
1: <laughs> Pure. And it was a, and it was a Dodge Charger, which made it even more scary. Oh,
0: I'm running for my life.
1: Yep. <laughs> Let's just say I gladly let her in front of me.
0: Yeah i actually got out of my car and ushered her in front of me at this point <laughs> i rolled out the red carpet for her
1: i did i did paparazzi and all
0: <laughs> that is crazy genuinely terrified of my life dude she spit oh my
1: god full-on spit
0: spat now that that is a new one i was like
1: classy real freaking classy Mm -mm. if people weren't so crazy with road rage these days like i probably would (sighs) have i held my tongue
0: i controlled myself Mm -mm. i did i did i wouldn't have i wouldn't have on on my life and on my mother now i will say i don't know if i ever told you this but i got a gun pulled on me when yeah when i was Uh driving to high school Yes, girl. What? Had to go to court and everything. Miss Ma'am had to go to court and everything. Yeah. So, this was oh gosh, I don't know, maybe like my junior year. Mm-hmm. And I would drive my sister and the girl who lived next door to me to school every morning. Mm-hmm. And we were going through kind of like a neighborhoody area before you get on the main kind of like highway, but not mm-hmm. not not an interstate by any means. Um, right. And so we were going through the neighborhood. We come to a stop. There's a car in front of me. We're stopping. We keep stopping. We're not going. So I just like to just like a little, a little little love tap. Yes, exactly. Yep. The person goes. He was in like one of those Lexus like SUVs, like the classic mm, mm. that you. Yeah. And it was like baby blue. Ooh, so oops. I'm like, OK. I don't know. I just thought it was, like, a woman or something. Like, chill. It's it's chill vibes. Right. So, we go up the hill. We get, like, dumped out onto the highway. We're merging. Mm-hmm. And to get to my high school, once you merged onto the highway, you had to take that immediate stoplight left, like, coming right up. So, I merged, okay. and I had to get all the way over three lanes of traffic to get Lovely. into the left turn lane. Lovely. And so, I'm merging. I'm getting all the way over. I get into the left lane, and my sister goes... Gun! And I turn and the Lexus is next to us And it's an old man And he has a revolver And he's pointing it out the window Mm-hmm. I drive a five speed So I'm like shift like I'm like shifting Eva's like ducking in the front seat The girl That's Catherine in the back I don't know what she was doing I'm trying to like duck and drive At the same time And he eventually just like flies past us And we just We're like what just happened like literally and he's insane. he's old he's balding you know like definitely at least like 70 something checks out (laughs) exactly It just like so i called my mom and she was like you have to call the police sophia like that is insane people can't do that so we did and the next day i took the same route to school and there was sure as heck that little blue lexus with like four cop cars around it they set up a speed trap they were waiting for him and they got him and he did have a gun in his car and we ended up going to court a couple of months later funny enough my mom forgot about the court date and so i was hunting we lived in alabama at the time i was hunting and she i was driving back and she called me she's like Sophia you gotta get to court, like, it's at 5.30 today. And I was like, oh, crap, I'm in, like, full camo. So I had to show up to the court in full camo. Very, very fitting. Um, And we had to, like, testify. Like, my sister and me and the girl, our neighbor, we had to go up there and testify. Now, this man literally got off without any charges or anything because there were conflicting descriptions of the gun. Oh, mm -hmm, mm my. Yep, it was a revolver. And we all said it was a revolver, but I think one of the girls said it was black, and then like the the neighbor said it was black. My sister and I said it was like a gray, like gunmetal color, and. Simply Close because enough. of that. Yeah, he got he got off. But um what does yeah, it matter what so like,
1: color the god is? That
0: doesn't make any sense. Right? He but he was like some hot shot. Like in Birmingham, there's a city called Mountain Brook, and it's full of like a lot of old money rich people and he was just that. He was old money and he got like this crazy good lawyer and like of course they got him off without any charges, but literally like what are you doing sir it's like nine o'clock in the morning why are you pointing a gun out the window like come right. on and I, over just tooting just right the, 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 like, the boop boop. I, I wasn't even like riding his you know that was right that was a wild time in my life
1: that's insane mm-hmm. gun dude i'm telling you people are freaking crazy
0: scary and crazy that's why so i now like, try to like yeah right
1: yeah, that's, yeah. Why I, I, that's why I'm That's why i very hesitant about kind of, like, doing stuff like that. Just, like, it, uh, about, you know, I'm always scared to honk the horn. I'm always scared to, you know, even if it's just, like, the little... I wish there was, like, a certain mode in your car where you can do a little, like, boop boop. Mm-hmm. Versus, like, a boop, like, with your car horn. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, I wish there was a mode that you can change it to love tap or just, like, a, hey. Yeah. Hey go
0: you know what i mean lights green you know what i mean or like a little megaphone or something i know we need that honestly um so yeah let this be your lesson try to be chill now that's not to say try that i don't chilled. throw my hands up in the air and do crazy things in the car sometimes but that was definitely Absolutely. like reality check vibes
1: oh yeah
0: that
1: i just i'm honestly is kind of still in disbelief and that woman literally spat at me
0: no that's gross like that is like low down dirty disgusting i
1: was like he wrote classy i'm like that's freaking gross ew literally i was like that's just that's atrocious
0: no for real
1: as the as part of the as part of the 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 women community as part of being a woman we don't claim her
0: (laughs) from all the females yeah we definitely don't claim her we don't claim her um now Brittany and i are long distance again our last episode we were together recording all was right in the world and now we've been ripped apart again
1: we have but
0: that brings us to our topic today a lot of y'all were asking on the story um we posted for last week's suggestions a couple of you guys asked about long distance friendships like how to maintain them how to nurture them Mm. um and yeah just like wanted wanted our opinions on that how many friends do you have that like live out of state there's
1: you honestly just two i really only have two friends that are out of state um yeah i have you and then my best friend ashley she's in kentucky right now yeah she's getting her phd so she's in kentucky right now and you are in good old atl
0: yeah um i am i have no friends in atlanta all my friends are long distance right every single one of them oof I know all my college besties I have we have a group chat of I think like six of us Mm. they all live in other states um you of course my sister lives in Birmingham and those are like really my main main people right um and I I don't know it's kind of like all I know so I don't really it doesn't really bother me but I'm also just like so willing to jump on a plane like you know I'm like willing to buy a ticket like I love a good vacation right so it uh, the friendships, like, stay alive, you know?
1: Right. It, I think, I think it really just, like, the one thing that it boils down to is effort. Just, like, yes. effort, effort and communication. Because it's, like, if there's anything about me, I'm the worst texter alive. Sophia can attest to that. I well, am. I'm not too good either. <laughs> I, I am literally, like, I am probably the worst texter alive. But after probably the second or third text, I'm like, okay, I gotta respond. Because it's <laughs> one of those things that's, like, I, I mentally read texts and I just don't, uh, you know, I'll look at it and I'm like, Oh oh, cute. Or I look at it and I'm like, okay. And then I just in one ear and out the other. So it really just is in, in my opinion, it's just like knowing your friend and like knowing, you know, and just, and putting in, it's almost like a a long distance friendship is almost like being in a, like a romantic relationship in a way, because it's like, you have to know how to communicate. Like there's, you know, you both got to put in the equal amount of effort in order to keep the friendship going and in reality, like, it's something that, you know, it's, if you think that it's worth, if you think that it's worth it, then, you know,
0: yeah. you put in the equal amount of Exactly. Record. If it, if it fizzles out, then maybe it wasn't as great a friendship as you initially thought. Right. Um, my high school best friend, Taylor, who Brittany's met we don't even text we don't text every do wouldn't even text every week even like mm-hmm. she sends me stuff on tiktok all the time but i'm also so bad at even reading my tiktok dms like however if i'm in town i'll see her no problem we'll go to the lake we'll go to the beach whatever it may be distance and like time has nothing <laughs> on our friendship because it's so solid right um but I think it's the same thing as just, like, effort. Like, even if you haven't seen that person, letting them know, like, oh, I'd love to come see you. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, I just saw this thing. It reminded me of you. Or yep. something like that. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, you're right. It's literally like a relationship. Right. But that's, no love. That's
1: basically. But, like, that's <laughs> that's bas- that's literally how my best friend Ashley and I are. Like, we are just, her and I, we're just so busy. But, like, she knows and I know that you know, like she's my person and like, you know, and and I'm her person, kind of thing. Like obviously yeah. she's gonna like she's made friends in Kentucky and, you know, I am continuing to have the have and maintain the friendships that I have here and with you obviously and just like, you know, and but her and I talk maybe like once every two weeks. Maybe if we're lucky. Right. And but it's like I mean, again, like we're constantly sending each other stuff on TikTok you know, funny Instagram, like little things that pop up or, you know, like, uh, OMG, I was in a coffee shop and this song came on and it reminded me of dance team in college and, you know, things like that. So it's just like, honestly, it's the little things. It's the little things that go a long way.
0: Yeah. It's really not complicated. Like if you want to make the friendship work, then it does, you know, like, right. You'll travel. You'll do whatever. You'll make it fun. If mm-hmm. you guys get to see each other, it's like a little vacation, a long True. weekend. You know, it really isn't nothing but a thing.
1: But I will say that you know, with that, if again, it's almost like a it's almost like a romantic relationship. If you if you think that this friendship is worth it, and you are the only one reciprocating the effort or putting in any sort of effort, and they are not, then you got to communicate. You got to communicate with them and just be like, listen, like, I, you know, I understand that we're both busy and I understand that you're X amount of distance away. And I understand that we can't just hop on a plane and go see each other or whatever the case may be. But like, it really hurts my feelings that I haven't heard from you, blah, blah, blah. You know, I would really appreciate a text back or, you know, something like that. And just like communicating with that person. If you think that the relationship is, if you think the friendship is worth it and is worth keeping then, you know, you've got to make sure that you both are kind of on the same page
0: yeah communication is key 100 percent. i mean getting upset with them and have you have having not even spoken to them and just for days letting your emotions build up like i can't believe they would do this to me why aren't they checking in on me they should be texting me this and the Mm -hmm. other and then it could come down to something like oh my gosh i've been working back-to-back shifts i'm so sorry i didn't text you but now you've convinced yourself that y'all aren't friends anymore and this friendship was never even meant to be this and the other you know like Communication is 100% key. So, and it's, yeah. Yeah.
1: And don't pour into an empty cup.
0: Ooh, yeah. Don't
1: pour into an empty cup because if you are constantly checking in, and even if, even if after you, you know, communicate like, hey, I think that, you know, I understand that you're far away, but I think that this friendship is worth it and I miss you and I hate that we don't talk and, you know, you can say all this stuff till you're blue in the face, but. Until they reciprocate or until they, I don't want to say change, but until they put in a little bit more effort, then eventually, like, just, like, don't pour into an empty cup. Like, you just got to let it fizzle out. Like, friendship breakups are the worst. They really are. Like, they suck. Like, especially ones where, like, you didn't necessarily, nothing necessarily happened. You know? Like, you have no beef with them Mm -hmm. or anything like that. It it, It just kind of fizzles out. Like those are the worst, in my opinion, because at least like with the with the friendship breakups that like end in a fight, at least you have a reason. Being like, oh, our friendship ended because she did this to me, or our friendship ended because like I did something unforgivable, and we talked about it, and maybe it's just best if we're not friends anymore, or something, something of that nature, you know. But it's like the but those friendships that just, you know, they stop reciprocating effort and it just fizzles out. Those suck.
0: Yeah, I remember when I moved from Atlanta to Birmingham. It was like I was in seventh grade going into eighth grade and I had all my besties. My best friend actually lived next door to me, which is like a childhood dream. Like, come yeah. on, it doesn't get any better than that. Right. Um, and I loved this girl. Like, from what I can remember, like, we always had like a really good friendship. And yeah. when I found out I was going to move um we of course promised we were going to see each other like my dad still lived in atlanta so i knew because of the divorce decree like i was still going to have to come back every other weekend to see mm. him so i was like oh i'm going to see you and i want to say like maybe once or twice i ended up seeing her but also my dad like with the divorce he just was like a real stickler about like, oh, well, you're coming here like to see me, and like, don't spend the night at friends' houses, and like this oh, and the other. Yeah, yeah. And I think she eventually came to Birmingham. I know she did because I have all these super cringy pictures of us. We thought we were having photo shoots, like on my pile Cute. of twelve thousand days worth of laundry. We literally were laying on it, and I was taking pictures of my eye touch, and we were like uh, model pose, not BS eye touch. models hi yeah she so she did come to Birmingham like two times and then I just I don't know how it ended I don't know if I even mourned the friendship because I was thrown into a brand new school and worried about other friendships and this new city that I was living in so I haven't really heard from her I will say I posted um a tiktok a few months ago and it was something it was funny it was like me thinking about my childhood trauma and it was like i was like oh i'm sad like making a sad face and i was like me during my childhood trauma and it was like 10 year old sophia recording her doing the boom boom pow dance on her eye touch like so Amazing. happy so just thriving right and the girl was in the video like only for a second right but it came on i guess it came on her for you page cute and she was, she, well okay but she freaking JK. commented <laughs> she said what she commented and was like, "Um, like not this coming up on my for you page or like weird seeing myself on my for you page or something." And I responded back. Oh. And I was like, "Ha ha ha ha!" Like, isn't it wild? She doesn't even follow me. Like, she never even answered back. Like, yeah, that's it's, it's like there's nothing there anymore. The flame oh, is gone.
1: The, the flame has sizzled fizzled out. <laughs> no, it didn't fizzle out. She really went
0: like literally. Yeah, it was, it was gone. Um, so I, I just, I don't remember mourning it or anything, but it's crazy to me because I remember us so vividly being like, I'm going to come there every weekend. And then whenever uh-huh. you're, you know, don't have anything to do on the weekends, you're going to come here. We made all these great plans and how we would Aww. never lose our friendship. And like, and we did. And I, it's just how the, how the story goes. I don't have anyone that I talk to from elementary, middle school, um so when i moved back to atlanta i think someone asked me like oh well you went to school there. like don't you want to like reconnect i'm like I-, no. I-, I don't know who i would reconnect with <laughs> literally <laughs> honestly not really
1: <laughs> honestly and that reminds me like recently i think it was this morning i think i got a message from um because i'm still friends with a vast majority of people that i went to Half of like a, like a handful of them went to middle school, but then all of them were in my high school. So like, I still hang out with my um, group of friends from high school and apparently our 10 year reunion tailgate quote unquote is coming up, but they are so there be, okay, make this make sense to me. Right. I graduated high school in 2014. Right. And they are saying the 10-year 2014 high school graduation, blah, 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 blah. And and then in the description it said, can't believe it's already been 10 years since we graduated high school. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, we graduated in 2014. Like, I understand they're basing it off the year of 2013 to 2014. I get it. oh, But we graduated in 2014. So I'm like, it's technically been nine
0: years. Little premature.
1: Premature, but... I, but yeah, I got, but a friend of ours sent it in the group chat and was like, who I was going? I was like, not me. I was like, everyone that I, I'm like, first of all, what sounds more miserable, miserable than tailgating a high school football game?
0: Mm-mm. Oh, wait, it's a high, so you're going to high the school. high school football game as it's, old
1: people? It's a, literally as old people. We might as well be like the, the ancient millennial, like, nice. and I'm not even a millennial. Like, it's just, like I made, like, I'm a one year cutoff. I'm I'm technically Gen Z. But like, I don't know, man. It's just like they're having the high school, the ten year anniversary high school reunion, tailgate, homecoming tailgate. I'm like, I could think of fifteen thousand different things that I would rather be doing. <laughs> like like dragging my butt cheeks across glass than going <laughs> than going to a high school. High school high school tailgate and tailgating in the parking lot i'm like are there gonna be food trucks like is is this gonna be or is this gonna be like some dad with a with a ford f-150 with a gary coleman grill that can do two dogs and two burgers at once like what (laughs) like what are we talking here you know what i mean
0: Is there going to be alcohol first off? (laughs) Like, that is going to take some serious, serious social courage, and I'm going to need an alcohol blanket, okay? I'm like, I – You would never catch me dead.
1: No. Like, uh, even – like, no. Like, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, uh, first of all, everybody that I have talked to from high school, I still hang out with. Right. so I'm no like need so there's no need if I want to have a high school reunion let's all go out to dinner that's my high school reunion literally and we go out to dinner at least once a week that that's no. our high school that's our high school reunion right there I don't need another one it's just our friend our friend group has gotten bigger because people are getting married so it's like we all have a little reunion together and it drives me crazy because I'm like who who is gonna go who
0: no then at that point you're just a spectacle like all the high school girls which they are the most terrifying species known to man
1: dude you're literally saying
0: saying look at me i'm so embarrassing like genuinely look look at me like i guarantee
1: you those like sophomore or junior girls are gonna look at those and be like at your ancient age at a high school tailgate (laughs) With the dots across their face, with the with the dot formation saying, like, you're gargantuan age or whatever, like, no, you're literally going to be here. I, like, uh, that is so, that is so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. And people are, and like, one guy was like, well, it'd be kind of great to see how everyone's doing. I was like, no, I wouldn't. I don't want to see the girls who used to bully me in school. Mm-mm. Like, why would I want to do that? Like, I, no, no. Absolute hard pass.
0: No. It's an absolute and no
1: from me dog.
0: At a place where you're expected to be, like, social, standing up at a tailgate, it's not like there's, like, a dinner. You can, like, find your bestie and sit next to her and right. just, like you know block out the rest of the world you're at a freaking tailgate people are moving and grooving there's tents there's mm, mm, mm. and all those girls in their aligned tank tops and their halara skirts i'm running for the hills i'm I'm going the opposite way and their
1: golden gooses might as well step on my neck with those like i can't
0: i felt like our generation had just like a little bit more difference between each person you know like it wasn't everyone wearing the exact same thing Mm -mm. now it's everyone wearing the exact same thing
1: right there there were definitely trends like clothing trends like the colored skinny jeans and like the the you know the statement necklaces and the and the vests and like things like that so it's like but but because it was like a broader trend like, oh, wear a statement necklace. So then, like, everybody had a different kind of statement necklace. Or, like, right. oh, wear, like, the Abercrombie polo shirts and the Bermuda shorts. Like, everybody had a different colored shirt and a different colored variation of Bermuda plaid shorts. You know what I mean? But it's, like, now, <laughs> it's, like, oh, if you don't have the black Lululemon belt bag, then, like, we're going to make fun of you. or right. But I will say the one thing, I feel like the one trend in school, if you did not have Uggs... Like, actual Ugg boots. Like, God forbid you wore bear paws. God forbid.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? No, like, actual social suicide. Like, social
1: suicide if you showed up to school without... If you wore the knockoff Uggs, outcast. Like, goodbye. I remember my mom got me a p- pair of black bear paws, and I... No! Cried. You I died. cried. I'm, so dramatic, right? So, I'm like, Kim, there's people that are literally dying, and I am... <laughs> And I'm sitting there And I'm one
0: of them. I'm dying right now.
1: And I'm (laughs) like, how could you do this to me? Social suicide, mom, how dare you? I'm like, people are going to be making fun of me. She's like, Brittany, the Uggs. I'm like, literally, my mom's like going through a depression with like, or like financial depression. And I'm like, mom, I'm like, you didn't give me the Uggs that I wanted. And she's literally like scrounging paycheck to paycheck. That's, (laughs) that's definitely me being dramatic. But, um, you know,
0: I, I didn't have, I didn't have the real Uggs either. Now I don't. I also went to like a much more inner city school like there wasn't as much money as like a suburban area in Virginia. Okay. Um. So that I think that's also why like my elementary school like there were trends and stuff that I remember I followed and I wanted to follow but it wasn't cult like it wasn't everyone was doing it because there were a lot of kids that I went to school with who were living in section eight housing and who were getting free lunch and I would say like The majority of some of my classes were, and I was a lot of the times the minority, like I went to a predominantly African American school. So it just, it was completely different environment. But my mom did get me off brand Uggs and I don't, it wasn't even bear paws. It was something different. And she was oh she had a way with her wearing and let me tell you she convinced eva and i that we, these were actually better they were different oh. they were cooler this is what the girls in europe were wearing oh, the, oh, oh. yeah she, she really embellished it Ms. she Your really P. embellished it yeah. and when it came on to it they just weren't uggs they just weren't that is
1: hilarious
0: yeah but like the variety that's the word i was looking for there's just so little variety in trends now and you're right it's so specific like it's not a style of shoe it is one certain brand and pair of shoes
1: yep like air force ones or like the low top um oh what are those shoes called
0: jordans
1: not jordan but those but like I have, like, the pandas, like, panda dunks or whatever, and then there's yeah. another one. It's, like, the... I have... I literally have the high-top version of Oh, them.
0: blazers.
1: Blazers. Like, low-top blazers. And I have a pair of blazers because I just... I just think they're comfortable. But, you know, it, it's just... Yeah, if you don't have a certain kind of... I don't know. If you don't have something very, very specific, then, like, you're an outcast. And it's, like, kind of like hairstyles.
0: Oh, hairstyles
1: yeah. hairstyle like your hair did not matter when we were in school your hair didn't no. like who cares like i mean i will say that you know if you had curly hair then people did like the the straightened bangs and then like the the gel crunchy
0: Yeah kind of thing like
1: that was a thing and like but then if you had straight hair then you had like pin straight hair and then you know you got with your friends and you're like i'll curl my hair tomorrow if you curl your hair tomorrow kind of thing <laughs> Like, I'll, like, wear a skirt, and then it's, like, the Hollister floral skirt. So it's, like, back at simpler times. But, like, now, if you don't have a middle part, suicide. Like, literal, s- literal social suicide. Yeah. People if you are don't coming through middle part. Neck. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. Like, if you don't have a middle part, if you don't do certain things, moral of the story is, who cares? That's my opinion. Seriously. Who Because everybody is going to have an opinion about something, and... Yeah everybody's going to have an opinion about something and eventually the trend will die. So if you don't want to participate in it then don't because it will
0: eventually die. And especially now trends come and go so fast because so like especially with social media it just things get saturated like way too quickly. If you don't wear it and get it within like the first 2-3 weeks of it being popular, it's immediately chuggy and shein has 8000 different versions of it. Yep. Like, it's honestly scary. I'm trying to think of something that I have – because I know there's things that I have bought that I have worn one time, and then I'm like, I don't like this anymore. Yeah. Like, and it's not because someone's telling me not to like it, but I just know that it's already coming on that quick. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I, I ordered, like, three of these type of shirts off of Shein. The ones that have, like, the little rouge on the side and then the ties – Dude, just, like, little crops with the root. Those
1: and the... came and go in, like, a month. Now, yep. if you have something like that, it's, like, ew.
0: Gave it away. Immediately. <laughs> Goodbye. Gave it away immediately. <laughs> those star sweaters. <laughs> do you remember, like, the one winter where everyone wears those oversized and it had the, just, like, big star pattern on it? Yes. That I was, do. like, a really fat That's trend. Crazy. I forgot Which, I still those. like the star sweaters. But, I think like, they're cute. I like the oversized I know. sweaters i know i oversized everything oh it's sad how things have changed like come on Brittany and i we were at the mall in virginia and we were driving around i looked at her and i was like Brittany, we are gonna see the end of malls in our lifetime
1: oh absolutely
0: they're already dying
1: they are because of the fact that because they don't have in like they barely have in-store sales anywhere unless you go to an outlet yeah if you go to an outlet that's a completely different they're having sales left and right but which is why they get so busy but if you go to a regular mall then you get a notification in your email being like 20 percent off if you order online 50 percent off if you use this code and then you go in the store and you're like hey i want to buy these exact same pair of jeans but online there's a there's a code can i use that same code in store no it's online only okay well then why am i here
0: exactly why am i here
1: what's the point
0: Nuts. So sad. It I used is. to dress up. I used to. I literally used to put on my best freaking clothes to go to the mall, Same. and I would just beg my mom to take me. Please yep. bring my friend and I to the mall this weekend. We just want to walk yep. around.
1: My littlest shorts, <laughs> like my littlest low rise jean shorts, <laughs> and I went through like a neon phase. Bless my heart. Bless oh my, heart.
0: my gosh, I
1: went through a full on neon phase where I literally wore neon everything. God, I hate myself. Like. <laughs> I had neon pink checkered fans.
0: Oh my.
1: Yeah. And I wore, and I will never forget, I wore um a neon pink shirt to match. So with cute. my with my little tiny low ri- low rose. Low rise jean cut short. Jean cut. Jean shorts. Great day, Brittany. It's 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 been a day. Um and literally Oh my God. And I literally one picture is popping into my head and it's so embarrassing. <laughs> you know, the, you know how Demi Lovato used to sing, which is like, Who said? Yeah. I can't wear my cover. Like the Disney knees. I remember I made my mom take a picture of me because I thought doing like the pose at the Disney knees was so <laughs> chic. I'm so like, I'm, I, it's probably somewhere in the archives I could find it. <laughs> but honestly, if I find it, I'm gonna save it and then tell my mom to delete it, and that's going with me to the grave. <laughs> I had a little bob haircut too. on you know, gonna call it a new Bob, like I had no. a bob. I had. It wasn't like a bob, but it was definitely like shoulder length hair. Dude, <laughs> those broken
0: knees. Those oh. broken knees, babe. Oh my
1: god! And I was a bar before I even knew what that was.
0: That, that is, is crazy. That. Yeah. Literally. Oof. Wow. <laughs> I always think like, oh, I don't have that many embarrassing pictures of my childhood. And then I go at to the top of my camera roll and I'm like, wait, let me. Like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> you said, wait. I said, I said, I said WTF but in cursive. Uh, oh, oh. And wait, me. Okay, now. <laughs> Yup. Like like oh. leaning leaning like putting my iPod on the back of my bathroom counter and like leaning into the picture and just like tilting my head down and like braces and all just soul training. Like... So mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like yeah. just smoldery, like yeah. oh.
1: when you're like so nine. Amazing you're like, girl,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm, who are you mm-hmm. trying to be
1: sexy for? <laughs> like, no, th-
0: this man definitely wants me, though. Like, the post on old me Right? Yeah,
1: right? Wants nine-year-old me. Like, let me just do a handstand in the pool for real quick.
0: It's like, you see something? you like, baby. Like... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, that's true. Wow. What a freaking funny. time to be alive. Now, during this time uh, where we were having supposedly the time of our lives... We were likely experiencing the most, the, the highest percentage of our childhood trauma. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Here, here, here.
1: laughs> yeah. <Here.
0: laughs> we were literally peace signing it through all the childhood trauma. Tongue all the out, Just like. Didn't even know, and it's no. only coming back to haunt us now. Now I realize. I'm like, jeez.
1: Yeah. You're like, girl, bless your heart. Like, I want to hug her.
0: Seriously,
1: like, I just want to hug her and tell her that everything's gonna be okay.
0: A lot of mine was definitely centered around like my parents' divorce because uh-huh. their divorce started, and it seemed like it would never freaking end. Ooh, yep. Uh-huh. Okay, you were the same way.
1: One hundred percent. Yes.
0: My parents got divorced when my sister and I, I want to say we were like two and three. We were super, super young. So it's crazy that I have so many vivid memories of them still fighting over the divorce, even Mm. though it was two and three. Like by the time that I started or now my memories go back to maybe when I was like six or seven or my earliest memories. Mm -hmm. It starts there. Like and it's all the way up through middle school and most of high school and like a little bit of college as well like yep. just having issues and anxiety and stress and all that over their divorce because they just they were in court all the freaking time i all will say time.
1: luckily i didn't i never had to go to court which was nice um
0: yeah.
1: but which i'm blessed about because i could've, i could have i could have 100% gone but my mom i will say that she did she did say that she did not want to expose me to that at such a young age so because my parents got separated when i was 13 and um they got i'm pretty sure the divorce was finalized and i was like 15 16 just because okay. there was a there was just a lot of there was a lot of factors that that played into it because of ryan because ryan being involved um i won't get too, too into personal details but that's that's basically all that I am comfortable with sharing when it comes to that. But, um, yeah, there was a lot, there, there was a lot of kind of like room to, for technicalities and abnormalities and stuff like that because of the, because of Ryan and everything. But, um, obviously not it it being his fault, but like, you know, having a child with a disability, with a disability, it kind of like plays into the plays into the whole divorce stuff. So, but yeah, so really, a lot of people asked about, or not a lot of people, but a couple of people did ask about kind of advice about parents that are going through a divorce or like a hard breakup or, or something like that. And I, and, you know, I brought it up to Sophia today because I was like, her and I are both, I was about to say victims.
0: <laughs> we no, are both, bo- no dead
1: ass. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say we are both, we are both uh, children of divorce so we, that, that's our normal and kind of like, and I guess if you are, cause I know that there are some moms who do listen and if you are either going through a divorce and you have children or are, if you are planning on going through a divorce, you know, I think if Sophie and I talk about our experiences, then maybe there's some things that you can, I guess, keep into consideration when it, when it comes to, when it comes to having your kids go through that with you because whether you like it or not your kids are gonna have to go through it too you can you can try and shield them as much as you possibly can from some of the stuff and it can be for the majority of the stuff but they are affected in some way shape or form so i feel like sophia and i's kind of two cents and like what we had to go through can kind of shed some light a little bit
0: yeah um so my like divorce background <laughs> um Aww. my mom got i don't know whatever my mom got most of the custody like we would see mm. my dad every other weekend but when they initially divorced when my sister and i were super young my mom was just like simply trying to make it mm. so as far as like child support when and like how it goes with um the father, like if he gets bonuses and different stuff like that at work, like the mom is entitled to some of that, you know, mm. and like child support can change and it can be reevaluated. And my mom was a single mom for a couple of years and I just, she didn't really have, I guess, like the time or the means to have all of that um like distributed correctly I would say. And okay. so a few years later she was able to like finally have the means to get the right amount of child support and mm-hmm. try and make sure everything was correct and that he was giving his 50% or whatever it was. And that's when it all kind of got messy was when they actually like dived into finances mm-hmm. and it was all over money. Like all of my parents yep. issues now, my sister and I never had to go to court, but my dad and my mom went pretty oh, often. Oh, oh, oh,
1: oh, oh, oh okay. I'm yeah, and saying.
0: I remember, like, at my dad's house, I remember being there and him getting served. I don't remember being at my mom's house and her getting served, but I know that she did because it was just, it was constant. Like, they, right. my mom, like, wanted what she thought was hers and my dad didn't want what to give away what he thought was his Mm. and there was just kind of like no mediation um and it finally all ended but the biggest thing that if we're talking about like advice try as hard as you can not to talk badly about the other parent to the child because like it's simply not their problem That is a big
1: one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I was just a child. My sister was just a child. Like, that was none of our business at all. All we wanted was to just have a normal, good, nurturing, loving home. And we just wanted our parents to be there. We didn't care what they had to say about the other person my mom was always really good about not saying anything about my dad however my dad and stepmother were not so good at that Mm. and it just kind of turned into even i knowing when we were going to their house for the weekend like we were gonna hear some things we were gonna hear some passive aggressive mm -hmm, Mm. side comments just like little things and i was very like young you know um whatever you know like I was taking in everything that I was hearing and I was trying to process it and so like I would come back to my mom's on the weekends and be like this woman is terrible like why would she do this to my dad why would she ever you know like how could she put him through this and then sometimes I would think that you know why would my mom put my dad through this like or why would my dad put my mom through this like I was always going back and forth i felt like it was just it was brainwashing like Absolutely. and um it it definitely caused a rift in like my dad and i's relationship when i was older and i finally wanted to like say something about it and again it came down to when i was going to college and money was involved again like yeah. hello do you want to help me like that type of situation um and i think there's still a lot of things with my dad that are unresolved but I don't even want to like open that up you know like I love my dad I love seeing him I love that I'm closer to him now like just location wise I'm in the same state as him um and we never have arguments you know it's never it's never anything like that but there is a lot of stuff in the past that I know we both have just like we're not going to talk about it and it's it's unhealthy like we should we should because there's definitely things that I think about sometimes I'm like hmm like I don't really like that so much. That's really not my favorite thing that you did. And right. I'm about to pay back my student loans. And I don't know what's going to happen with that. Because like parents usually help their kids with college and like stuff like that. And, you know, I don't want to like explain my whole situation. But I know that I'm going to have to have a talk with him at some point. And I'm yeah. like, ooh, like I'm kind of, I'm kind of dreading it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I feel like the biggest thing is like don't talk badly about the other parent. Because it's simply not the child's problem. And they don't need to hear that.
1: Absolutely. I feel like just in, uh, just having the, because you gotta, regardless of age, like we are their children, regardless of age. Like I'm, you're 25, I'm 27. It's like, yes, we're women, we're grown women, but it's like, regardless, no matter which way you slice it, we are both the child in this scenario. So it's like, we were the child then, and we are the child now. And it's just, and it just kind of, like, it it puts a damper on your mental to kind of be in the middle, having one parent talk badly about the other parent, and then having one parent talk bad about the other parent. It's like you are just, like, constantly being in the middle of just inner turmoil. And it's just, it's so hard. It's so hard to deal with. And that's why being being like good co-parents it's just it's like co-parenting is such a huge thing because it's like because in the first you chose to have kids in the first place so you regardless how you feel about the person you chose to have kids with or you know whether it was a surprise plan or not um that is who you had children with you can't change that regardless so it's like it's it's one of those things it's like because having kids is a humongous sacrifice And because you have basically sacrificed your life to have children, you have got to make more sacrifices for your children. Because they did not ask to be born. I didn't ask to be born. You didn't ask to be born. God just said, here you go. And said, you know, and basically said, okay, I'm going to bless you with these kids. And then from there you know from there literally being a like being a parent is just sacrificing your own your own self for that child so it's like parents who hate the the father hate the mother or hate the partner or whatever the case may be you have got to find a middle ground to f- have what's best for the children because you think that kids don't pick up on stuff they do Kids are oh, yeah. smart. Kids are so smart. They pick up on the littlest things that you don't think that they do. Like when I worked at the daycare, I heard all the tea all the time. I'm talking about from 5-year-old babies. 5-year-old oh, yeah. kids. I'm hearing tea about parents. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> my like, mommy oh. had to get my dad from jail last night. <laughs> like my like
1: like mommy and daddy were fighting again. Mommy had him, you know, mommy had a friend over that wasn't daddy. Like, you know, things like, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, "Huh?" You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, you know, just like, uh, sorry. And then the mom would come in without her ring on. And I'm like, what happened, queen? What's going on? You know what I mean? So, like, people think that kids don't pick up on this stuff, but they do. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, don't involve the children. Don't involve the kids unless you they are absolutely needed. Absolutely needed. And even then, like you said, it's none of their business. That's grown people business. Yeah, You two are grown adults that are choosing to get a divorce, and unfortunately, you had kids, you know? Like, that's just the way the cookie crumbles.
0: Right. And and typically, the reason for divorce is not the children. So why should they ever be involved? Like, why should it be their problem at all, you know? Like, why did I feel the need to, like, try? And I, I would try. Like, well if you like to my mom well if you would just let dad do this that and the other like i would try to mediate because i was picking up on so much of what was happening i honestly thought in my eight year old mind like but maybe if they understood that the other person's trying to do this maybe then they would stop fighting or maybe then you know we didn't have to go to court anymore or something like that right um It's just children are impressionable. They're like sponges. They They soak it all up, and they're gonna come to solutions based off of what you give them. So if you're calling your significant other a mean name, or you come up with like a terrible nickname for him, or whatever, like children will pick up on that. Like, why don't you like my dad? Or what's going on? Yeah,
1: and and then they, and you know, kids. kids brains aren't like trying to like get into like the psychological or like the you know the neurological aspect of it. It's like your brain isn't fully developed until you're in your 20s like and that's just for anybody. So right. it's like so people are people are trying to navigate you know like the like little kids are already such big emotional balls of just like being. Like you know when people say terrible twos and like like oh I'm just I just have a toddler like you know they're trying to because the child I mean obviously I don't have kids but like the child is so emotional because they're having these big emotions that they've never had before so it's like they're trying to navigate their own emotions and how they feel and then they're witnessing mommy and daddy fighting and it's just it, it and it's just one of those things it's like so they can't they can't navigate their own emotions because they're having to navigate mommy and daddy's emotions as well as their own. So then it can just completely warp their view of relationships. It can completely like warp the way that they view marriage, the, the way that they view having children and like in the future and things like that. So it's like. It's just, it's so detrimental, especially to just, like, human development in general. It's so, it's so detrimental for children. And it's, and it breaks my heart when I see that. Like, when I see, when I see mom and dad fighting that, oh, it's like, the, oh, I see the, the parent pickup at the McDonald's parking lot on Sunday at 2 o'clock. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mom's going to pick up the kids. And then... Oh, they don't have their jackets on? Like, oh, did you feed? Oh, you didn't feed them breakfast? Like, oh, like, go figure, you know? Like, what else didn't you do? Like, oh, I guess all they did was just eat food, like, eat junk food the whole time. You know what I mean? Like, and the kids are picking up on that. I've witnessed stuff. I've witnessed the pair pick up in the parking lot. Luckily, with me, my mom was like, I'm not going to make you do that every weekend thing. She was like, I'm not going to make you do it. She's like, if you want to see your dad, that's fine. So I was, I was lucky in that department. I didn't have to do the every other weekend kind of thing, which was super cool. But, um, but yeah, it was like, oh, you know, when, when you and your dad hang out, like he'll come get you or like, I'll drop you off to him. And then, you know, like you, but you're staying here basically. Um, I'm not sure like what the actual technical kind of like custodial status was not custodial. Custody, custody, yeah, size. like the
0: custody agreement. Yeah, like
1: I'm not really sure what the legitimate custody agreement was, but it, I just know that we lived at my mom's house. Um, and I will say that my parents did a pretty decent job of not, I didn't find out a lot of things until I was older, mm-hmm. but I was still a teenager. But that's when I fig. that's when I started learning about stuff that I didn't know because my mom didn't tell me or my dad didn't tell me. So I was definitely like left out of some things, but I have had to have talks with both of them in the sense of like, I wish that you wouldn't say bad things about one parent. And like, I wish that I, and I don't want to be the messenger anymore. Like I've had to have this conversation recently with both parents. Like I don't want to be the messenger I'm like, if you, like, I understand that you two may not want to speak to each other and they're cordial, but they would, I guess they would rather not speak to each other. I'm not sure, but I would have to tell them, like, I do not want to be the messenger. If you need something from him, you need to talk to him. If you want something from her, you need to talk to her. Like, I don't want to be the middleman anymore. I don't want to, like, I don't want to, like, you know, when people say don't shoot the messenger, like, I don't want to get shot. Like, it's just, it's just one of those things. It's like, because, and it took me a long long, long, long time to establish that boundary. I've I've always had trouble with boundaries. So it's like, once I finally realized how tired I was, I said to both parents, I'm like, I'm done. Like, I I, I can't do this anymore. I'm like, if you need something, if my dad, if you need something from mom, you got her number. Mom, if you need something from dad, you know where to find him. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I'm, I'm put, I'm throwing my arms up. I'm waving a, I'm waving a white flag. Like I'm done. Like, I'm tired of being the punching bag. Yeah. And, it's and, you know, again, like, I'm not, I have no animosity or anger towards them at all. But, you know, that's just, that's just been, that's just us being open about our personal experiences. So. Yeah,
0: for real. Um, I, I the same way, like, my parents mm-hmm. refused to talk to each other. My mom was always, like, pretty chill about it. But my dad, I think, like, harbored a lot of anger just about the whole situation. Right. And we definitely, we would always meet, well, we lived in We all lived in Georgia, and then my mom and my stepdad moved to Birmingham, Mm. so that was a whole issue. Oh, yeah. My dad did not want us to be out of state, which, of course, like, he wants his kids to be in the same state as him. Right. So that caused some major, major stuff to go down, but we ended up moving, and I remember, like, when we would get to the gas station that we would, like, switch off. It was like, oh, text your mother and tell her we're here, or text Uh your mother and ask her if we can be 30 minutes late. Or you know, text your dad and ask him this, and it's like they were fully adults, and like I was probably using like my slide phone with like minutes, like yeah, like my little limited text messaging, my little
1: pink (laughs) razor phone, like double clicking four times to get the P, like you know what I mean, like we are going to be a little bit late you know what i mean and then next thing you know like you get in the car why were you late like mm-hmm. why like why are you getting home so late like what were y'all doing blah 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 don't you know that i have to do this and doesn't doesn't he know or she know that i have to do this and i'm like I'm like, like, like I, why am i being out there right now like, like what, what 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 does that have to do with me exactly i'm just like i am say? just here i'm here like what does that have to do with me Oh, I wasn't driving the car. Like, Ryan, it's seriously not a problem. <laughs> I'm nine. I can't drive. Um, I
0: don't can even you know open, how to, like, Can really? you open my Happy Meal toy? <laughs> it's like, I handed you
1: that... I, I, I handed you that stuffed animal in that plastic bag, like, 15 minutes ago. Like, I literally just want to play with that... I want to play with my little pony. Like, please, just
0: open my apple slices, please! Like... My nuggets are getting cold. That's so oh funny. My god. I god. I will say like circling back to my dad, I've realized that he can do the bare minimum. And I'm like, oh, dad. Like because for most of my life, I really didn't – like I would see him every other weekend and stuff. And like when we were there, he was always a great dad. And, you know, we did fun things together. But when he now just like texts me to like check on me – or um he texts my sister and I and says like happy Valentine's Day or sends us like a little Valentine's box or whatever. I'm like, Oh my god, like why am I in tears right now? <laughs> well, maybe because <laughs> maybe because um things were a little abnormal as things far as like a little crazy yeah. <laughs> when you were kids.
1: Just a little bit crazy. Yeah,
0: like he was playing his role very differently when we were younger. And now, like I said, everything is good with us but just the little things like him texting me and saying like hey like i was uh, i got him something for his birthday i um his favorite band they're like super obscure (laughs) at least to me i don't know and um they had no merch so i had like a t-shirt made and i gave it to him (laughs) and that was like the first time i had given him a present that wasn't honestly a present period in a long time like i remember when i was super young i went to office depot and got him this eight ball pen set like the poker thing was like a pen and then it came with a little table and little volleyballs balls and he still has that in his office to this day but um, me being like like, oh (laughs) (laughs) right right um but i got him that shirt and i think he texted me after you know i gave it to him for his birthday and he was like Hey Sophia, like I want to thank you so much for my shirt. Like you know, you didn't have to do that, but I really appreciate it. Like I'm gonna wear it all the time. Love you. And I'm like on my knees, like sobbing. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> like literally it's the, simply... the bare minimum. And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> like yes, <laughs> yes, that's all it freaking takes. And I talk to you about that all the time. I'm like, why is this sending me to the moon right now? That he texted me. He's my dad, right. but our relationship was not that when I was younger and through all of those really important years of like growing up, becoming a teenager, going to homecoming, like I, I never n- like homecoming prom with my dad there. I've never experienced that. I, okay. I, I never had. It. So now it's the tiniest things that he does. I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's so sweet. Right. Like, and then it also makes me think I don't want that for my children. I do yeah. not want my children to be floored by their father sending them a text saying like hey thanks so much for this i love you. Like right. that doesn't i'm not saying what my dad did isn't enough. It, it's so much to me. Like it yeah. means so much to me.
1: But that but should I, but that should be like a natural thing. Like yes. that should like that shouldn't be a you shouldn't be on your knees sobbing because you're because your parent is telling you that that they love you. Like literally my blood Right, like, (laughs) like the actual, your actual blood father is telling you that they love you, and you're like, oh my god, like you do, it's like, girl, you know what I mean? It's like, and, yeah, I mean, I get it, I do, I get it, I, I, you know, my, yeah, my dad was, he was, he was, he was around, like, you know, he, he did come, you know, he never missed a dance recital, he came to birthdays, Christmas, things like that. And it's like, you know, so he was, so he was definitely around and, but I will say that it was mostly my mom doing a lot of the stuff. And so, yeah, I mean, I I definitely can relate just kind of like the little things and it being like such a huge deal from like, you know, because of the little things and it's just like, and you're like, why am I getting so, like, been out of shape over this? Like, this is right. something that should always be a thing. But, it, yeah, I get it.
0: It wasn't. And it's so, like, I don't know so many. I see just, you know, like, movies and TV shows and stuff and girls' relationships with their dads and how they just are telling them, like, they're beautiful and you look so pretty and I love that dress on you and, oh, like, I'm so glad I have you as a daughter. Just, like, sweet moments that are just mm-hmm. normal. Like, it's just day-to-day stuff that just like it's not it wasn't my story and i right. know my dad loves me and i oh, hope yeah. he thinks i'm beautiful because i literally am half him so like okay, so <laughs> come like, on. like what I, but <laughs> but it's just we're we're not that's just not my relationship really right. with him right But I, 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 I do love him and i love yeah, seeing him and we have good times when we're together but it's different
1: yeah and and that can definitely kind of like factor into a romantic relationship, like mm-hmm. not knowing what a healthy romantic relationship looks like because you've never, you've never witnessed it. And it's like, you know, people can, people can like latch on to something kind of like, you know, like maybe romance movies. And then because they don't, because they don't have a, an example of what a romantic relationship looks like at home, they latch on to romance movies because they're like, and then, but that's such because it's not always all romance movies. Like, they don't show the ugly parts. So it's like, you know, people base, like, people that don't have their example, like, they base romantic relationships on the movies and how everything's so lovey-dovey and everything's great, but then they don't show the ups and downs. And so when there are downs, they they automatically just shut down because they're triggered by, you know, the by yeah. their parents that went through a divorce. So it's like, it's almost like a fight-or-flight response, so it's yeah. like, that can definitely, so I've, so that kind of like ties back into what we were saying before about being good co-parents, like being, being a good co-parent and showing that you two, yes, you both are not together, but you can get along for your children's sake. And if it's one of those things, it's like, you need to step aside and have a difficult conversation. Make sure the children are not around and can't freaking hear you. Like, yes, sometimes, you know, there, there will be some incidents where, incidences where like a child will wake up and like over here you know that that's life i get it but like if you can help it do it separately so you don't expose the child to mommy and daddy fighting right because that's 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 detrimental it's a lot
0: co-parenting is hot i mean that's just like come on i used to see my friends
1: is hot
0: Like it wasn't, I didn't go to a school where no one was, no one had divorced parents, but Mm -hmm. all of my friends who had divorced parents, they had insanely good co-parenting setups. Mm -hmm. Like their their parents were besties. They would come over. The dad would come over to the mom's house, hang out for a bit, then pick up the kid and leave. Like I, I didn't understand. I'm like, how, how can Uh, it possibly be that way? I still don't
1: understand. I'm like, uh, uh, y'all are divorced. You don't hate each other. Right. I thought y'all hated each other. Like why you know what I mean? Oof. It's That's crazy. insane to me. That is crazy to me.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Hashtag daddy issues. What about it? What, what about a freaking bout it.
1: <laughs> what a freaking about it. <laughs> I well, this. I hope it's we so um funny.
0: covered that topic well enough for you guys and hopefully yeah. it helped you get to know us a little bit better.
1: And if you are also a <laughs> if you are a loved one or suffering through (laughs) being a child of
0: divorce seriously we are victims (laughs) we are victims of divorce oh my gosh wait that reminds me i knew there was something else i wanted to say Mm. my parents know this really hoity-toity family from birmingham Mm. and my mom was talking to the wife at some point, I think I was in high school or something and she was, she has sons and she was giving her the rundown, you know, well, um, oh gosh, I'm trying to think of like a classic male double name. That's like so Southern, like whatever, Jacob period. He's not getting a double name this time. Jacob has this new girlfriend and she's sweet. You know, she's sweet, but we don't. We don't really know if it's that serious. And you know, she does come from a broken home. So oh. if if it doesn't work out, then it may have been for the best, anyways. Ooh. And my mom's sitting there, like, um, hello. You Hi. know that the man I'm married to is not my first husband, and the kids that you've seen are not his. So I mean next time. <laughs> Like, At me next time. Like literally. hi. I'm right here. It's me. I'm the broken home. Like <laughs> it's the broken home in the room with us. She's right here. <laughs> it's me. I'm the broken home. Like what? And that was in like twenty sixteen. Like, come on. Dad, go on no when she comes from a broken home like okay well that just makes her cooler than you so how does it feel she has a little bit more of a backbone okay
1: a little bit more spice in her life like
0: that's crazy to me that's hilarious yeah anyways anyway this was this was fun this was good i mean i think i I think we covered a couple of bases a couple good bases
1: i think so too i think we we hit some hard
0: heavy topics yeah we did and you got your skincare done during
1: I did I did my skincare because it was just one of those things that's like my makeup has been on my face since like seven am. yeah and I'm just like I can feel it and I'm like oh so I was, Not a I second was doing longer a, I was doing a little skincare while we were what we were recording because i'm I'm sitting here looking at it so <laughs> yeah I I might as might as well.
0: okay, well, we're probably both gonna head off to bed but we love you guys yes. so much. Don't forget to follow our Instagram. Um, Just so you can be notified when we upload. Peace and things. Peace and blessings and lots of love.
1: All right. We love y'all. Bye.
0: Bye.